You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. Hungry Howie's knows there's nothing better than pepperoni pizza, but the question is, which pepperoni reigns supreme? Now, you got the crispy, classic cupped pepperoni, you know, the satellite dishes. Big fan. But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, this is more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni plus the original plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99, only at Hungry Howie's. Cash the ticket, a Mike Valenti podcast. And we are back. It is Cash the Ticket post-holidays. Yes, we took a week off. I'm sure you could live without us. Um, Now, look, here's how this is going to go. This show is going to turn into heavy, heavy NFL because most of the bowl games left are unwatchable dreck and filler until we get to the college football playoff. We will preview that next week. Uh, It's Wild Card Weekend, and I want to take a look at, well, all four games all eight sides you can choose from and all four totals. Well, eight sides of that, too. So that's kind of where our head is at. I got an interesting little report here for you just to show you what you're up against when you decide to bet on games. Uh, That's all right now. Let's rock and roll. All right. So I always like to start out. uh, Sully can do a freshener. Um, We didn't post any plays last week because we took the week off. It's Christmas. If you don't like it, too bad. Uh, But I like starting out before we get into the games and wild card weekend, just kind of what you're up against. And there were two things that were really interesting. One is for people who think that, well, look, you just pick games and the more you know, the more you win. That That's just, uh, it's a lie. And Vegas doesn't lose. Now, I read a stat that Vegas hasn't had a losing month at the book since July of 2013. So that just gives you an idea of what it would take to have a bad month. But let's be more specific. Now, this is per ESPN. And right now, the sports books are on pace for their best season ever. Betting public doesn't exactly have a stellar track record, ESPN writes, but the 2019 season will go down as... One of its worst. Wow. From September through November, while both NFL and college are in full swing, Nevada books won, okay, not not took in, won a record $87.7 million on football wagers. With an average December, 2019 will easily surpass 2014 as the most lucrative football season ever. Nevada Gaming Control releases December revenues next month. It's been a successful season, said Alan Berg, senior odds maker for Caesars. Um, his shop already had secured another winning day. In November, betters plunked down a record $614.1 million with Nevada Books, putting the state on pace to eclipse $5 billion wow. in total handle for the second straight year. And that's despite a dozen more states now offering legal wagering options. The books won a net 
of $31 million in November alone, 22.4 from football. It's been a rough stretch for betters, ESPN writes, but that leaves plenty of room for improvement in 2020. Yeah, on the positive side, there you go. Oh, what bullshit. Um, <laughs> I mean, give me a break. Now, a couple of factoids before we get into the wild card games. Multiple books reported winning Sunday in Week 17. The Dolphins outright upset at a Pats, and the Lions covering against the Pack produced the biggest wins for the book. The Dolphins pulled off the largest upset of the season on Sunday when they beat the Patriot as a Patriots as a 17-point dog. It's also the largest upset loss of Brady's career. Here's an interesting note for you: Super Bowl era teams favored by 17 or more are 153 and 16 straight up. Just so you know the numbers there. It ain't nothing like college. Um, You know, a couple other news and notes in here, but nothing. nothing. I just wanted to throw it out there. And again, I, hey man, I think we've done okay. Um, I know Sully will add the records. Right now I have them, yep. Yeah, I left you for the holiday break on a six and two week kind of earned. You know, I got to take off the paper bag off of my head and, and maybe put on a Yankees hat again. But look, I think we've done all right. Is a grind, uh, and we talk about it. This is kind of the first time in my life I've ever bet on a weekly basis. Um, I will, I will tell you this. I love talking about the games. The betting has gotten so grueling, so tiring. Like I don't want to do it anymore. So I'm kind of getting to that point where I'm like, all right, I love football, and I can't wait for the playoffs. But like, I got to get done with this, <laughs> and I got to be free of this. I like my way of when I go to Vegas for the playoffs. I let it go, and I and I bet, and I go crazy, and then I, it's, I'm back home. This has gotten to yeah. a point where I'm just like, my God. Realize you know, how tough it is. The weeks you do well, it's relief. The weeks you do bad, you're pissed off. You, I mean, it's just, I don't know how people think they're beating the book. I don't. I mean, I don't know how many pieces of evidence I got to show you. So as this stuff gets legalized, I'm really intrigued to see the long-term effects. I mean, look, I can handle myself. It's different. I'm an adult. I'm not some degenerate maniac. But there are a lot of people who do not have control mechanism. No. It is something to think about. But whatever. It's not a PSA. It's neither here nor there. Mikey, um, I left on a 6-2 and two week before the break. How did you fare? What are the records? Catch us yeah, up to up, speed. So the updated records after uh, then the following week when we weren't on. But the updated record, you are 66, 67, and 3. Then I'm I went five five and four, so I'm seventy five, sixty one, and two. Yeah, you're having a great year. Yeah, and, and again, even even with the juice, it's still I feel like I've been doing great. But you're right, we talked about this I think two couple weeks ago, and you added up. It's like you're up you a still grand total to of yeah. like seven units. I know. You know, you're doing a lot of work for seven units, whatever your unit is. And you're almost uh, if you have a good good week, you could be over five hundred again. Yeah, and I think the only thing that saved me a little bit has been. You know, some of the money line stuff. And look, overall, it just is what it is. You're not making it. You're not getting killed. And, and you move forward. And luckily, I'll tell you one thing. It was really, I, I've been I've been on fire with the ponies lately. That's a bit of an issue. Well, let's start doing a preview there. No, we had a, a, no. a, a separate five-minute Yeah, pick. hey, here's your early pick five at Aqueduct. No. Um, all right, let's get into the, the wild card games. And we'll start out on Saturday afternoon. We will kick off the playoffs. The Buffalo Bills travel to Houston. They are it opened as a three-point dog. It is down to 2.5. Um, you know, bills are attracting more of the money. Certainly, it's a 50-50 split on tickets. But the football stuff here, I'm fascinated by this game. The bills are the team who every time you count them out, they show up. Every time you believe in them, they beat you. 
Nobody wants to believe they're any good. And they're facing a Houston team where it's much of the same. When you buy into Bill O'Brien, he farts in your face. And when you go (laughs) against Bill O'Brien, he generally finds a way to be excellent. So, look, Houston at home, getting J.J. Watt back in what can be described as nothing other than a miraculous recovery from a torn peck, um, I don't know what he's going to give you. He's going to give it a go. He's going to play. I, I, I can't. I can't sit here and act like it's going to be J.J. Watt, the real version. But, Mike, I'll tell you, with the number under three, Mm -hmm. it makes me like Houston. Over three, I like Buffalo. Yeah, that close, huh? Um, The other thing, I just think you have a major, major mismatch at the quarterback position here. And I'm not bagging on your guy, Josh Allen. I'm not. (laughs) And Allen has had an all right year. And he's accounted for a lot of touchdowns. And he's athletic. And he's hard to tackle. But from a... Big spot, third and seven, playoff game, got to extend a drive, known passing down, got to pass it. I can't trust him. And I think when you put Allen next to Deshaun Watson, man, is that difficult. Now, the Bills' defense, a lot of what the Bills do is just play solid, play hard, lunch pail. Yeah, I could see an opportunity for them here. But we have to talk about it with the number. Yeah. Does it sway you at all that this number has now dipped under three? And in in essence, that changes my pick from, let's say, Bills catching three and a half. I go Bills. Yep. Bills only catching two and a half. I go Texans. I Where are you at with, no, the, with I, this I, one? I was thinking the same thing with it going under three. It's two and a half just seems like you kind of would trust Houston in that spot. But originally, yeah, I, I was kind of hoping it would be over three because I do like Buffalo as a whole in this game. I think that they've been fantastic on the road this year, too. Seven and one against the spread on the road. Every time they've left home, it seems like they cover no matter who they play. So it certainly was one where I would have liked to have just said, I'm, I'm definitely going to take Buffalo and lean towards them. But two and a half does, I, I completely agree with that, man. It does seem just a little too low of a number to trust Josh Allen and, and Buffalo in that spot. The other problem, too, you don't know the health of Will Fuller at our time of taping here. I mean, if Will Fuller plays, it gives the, it gives the Texans a vertical dimension. There's no report. We just don't have a finality, and even if we do, we don't know if Will Fuller will last the whole 60 minutes. But I think Fuller plays a, a real role here. You know, as far as Buffalo goes, offensively, th- th- this is part of my issue, Mike. What Buffalo wants to pound the rock, you got to trust Josh Allen. He's going to have to make a half a dozen big throws in this game to go yeah. on the road and win a playoff game. I just got a huge problem Trusting that, I mean, even with the even with the three and a half. Again, what is your belief factor? You're either buying into Bill O'Brien or you're buying into Josh Allen. Well, actually, or or Sean Mm -hmm. McDermott versus Bill O'Brien. I actually like the Bills coaching staff a hell of a lot better. No, no, I I, and that's that's the thing. I I, I, if it was anything over three, I Mike, I really would. I I really would just buy into Josh Allen here. But I, I think under three, I just can't do it. I can't bet Buffalo just because I like Josh Allen, just because of how great they've been on the road this year. I am confident that I think that he does step up in big games. He has the entire year. Like I said, when they go on the road, they seem to play really well against whoever it is. So I think they'll definitely be in this game. But the number, you're right, you have to bet a number, and, and I yeah, can't just trust them like that. It, it, it's kind of one of those things, too, though. If the number yep. now dips below three, 
It almost brings the Bills' money line into focus. Well, exactly. You just bet them to win it. I mean, the Texans, their defense gives up an average of 388 yards a week. Um, you know what the look, their secondary is not good in Houston. And whether it's John Brown or Cole Beasley, um, you could envision them having some problems there if Allen's on his game, if he can hit a couple of deep balls, or in the case of a Beasley, hit a 15-yard crosser and Beasley takes it another 20. You you know they're going to pound the rock with Singletary and Frank Gore. This is a game, look, if you can't tell, I'm highly conflicted. It's a lean. I'm not going to offer a play on this game. I have two games in Wild Card Weekend I love. One I like and one I'm totally confused on. This is the totally confused because I don't have a lot of believable assets. I mean, I love Deshaun Watson. I hate Bill O'Brien. You know, I love what Houston brings to the table offensively, and I, I love that they're at home. I hate their defense. I hate the fact that the Bills are one of those annoying lunch pail teams. I Look, I think if you're going to try to dink and doodle with the number, you probably try to grab the Texans at two and a half. But I think the other play is just Bills straight up. Yeah. Do the Bills go down there and just win a, a 23-20 right. kind of game? I, I could see it. And That's and the sick also, reality. People are also expecting maybe more points than, than people originally thought. And I see it opened right around 39, 30, 39 and a half, and now it's all the way up to 43 and a half for no, the over-under. It's interesting. According to the Action Network, 38% of the tickets are on the over. Yeah. You know how much money that accounts yeah. for? 91% of the Jeez. cash. So it's steaming. Now, before you jump at this, let me remind you. New Year's Day, Michigan, Alabama. Yep. The over-under was 58. There was just a freight train of money pounding the over. 58 and a half, 59, 59 and a half, 60, 60 and a half, 61. Game never came close to going over. So, you know, look, you start to get a field goal north of the posted total, you've, you've, to me, you've lost a lot of value. Now, when you show me an NFL game where the total is in or around 40, that, that is, you're talking about a no margin of error situation where there can't be um, a special teams touchdown or there can't be a pick six. Like, you have to have everything go right to stay under it's far easier to get the over. I mean, if, if you put a gun to my head and said, look, I'm forcing you to bet the total here, I probably, as it sits at 42 time of taping, I probably would, would go there before it goes to 42 and a half and go, look, I'll just take the over. Maybe a 23-20 final and, a, and I'll barely get home. I got a real hard time going under in that spot. But just remember, just because you see it moving one way, yep. that that sometimes gives you an opportunity to buy it back and go, all right, wait a second here. Right. You know, I, I don't I don't have some computer model. I'm not a totalologist. I know Sully likes them more than I do. Um, I'm not going to do either of these. But I don't know, man. I'm kind of talking my way into the bills a little bit where you just go bills, well, money line, yeah, bills Yeah, I, I wouldn't over. do it. Two and a half, I and mean, we've discussed that. It's... The money line would be the value play, I think. If you if you are of the belief that they're just going to go down there and win, of course. What, what do you get? Plus one twenty five on that? Does that sound about right? Uh, yeah. Let me pull. I mean, let me just. I want to double check. I, I want to be a little factual here. People enjoy facts. Uh, yeah. Plus one twenty five on the Bills. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's interesting too. Hmm. Right now, they've got it juiced. You know, you got to pay to Piper. You want the Texans laying under a field goal? You're going to pay minus one twenty. 
Bills plus two and a half even money. Maybe just take the yep. points and forget about it. Yeah. Um, but I'm not touching that one. Um, but you have any? You no, I'd, I'd I'd like to, but I can't. Uh, I can't quite just buy into the Bills, even though I. What about I'd the total? To. Total, I would. I, I would play the over in this one. You're and I know I, it does scare me, like we just pointed out, it does scare me that it's gone up a little bit, but I no, I, I think that these two teams are going to be able to put up points against each other. I could totally see like a 27 to 24 type game and, and have it go over by a little bit. It's, I, I don't expect this to be one of those 16 to 10, 21 to 10 type things. All right, let's go to game two. I think it's my favorite game of the weekend. Tennessee travels to New England. It opened up. Tennessee was a five and a half point underdog. It has now bounced in and around four to four and a half. Depends when you check it. Depends what book you're looking at. So, uh, obviously, the four and a half is far more appealing. If this thing goes under four, you have a real problem on your hands. My issue is it's New England. It's Foxborough. I'm terrified. Oh, of course. but, But here's the key. Football time now. Football stuff. There may not be a team in football playing better football than the Tennessee Titans. And you can't just play pretend here. You you can't act like it's not real. I mean, the switch to Tannehill is real. Um, the production, week in, week out, it's real. Like, like, nothing is fake about what Tennessee is doing. A.J. Brown has emerged. Jonu Smith has emerged. Derrick Henry is a hammer, and Vrabel has them kind of playing on a string here to where, Mike, it's not fake. The problem you run into is um, when you look at this, you you have to go against what is the single most profitable bet of the decade, which is betting the New England Patriots. Now, yep. you have to be willing to do that. They're, they're, that that's what you have to go with. Mike, I, I, I guess for me, I'm just kind of, I look at the football of it. Uh, I love catching the four. I love that it's a split ticket here now. You don't have some huge public dog, which scares me. This is kind of a split ticket. I have a very hard time with people saying, oh, my God, there's a great value on the Patriots. Yeah. You're, yeah, where? Show, show me that value exactly. Show me what I'm supposed to buy into with the New England Patriots, unless you want to do the unquantifiable things, which is intangibles, Uh, you know, tradition, history, pedigree. What I see right now is Ryan Tannehill and the Titans. You, you, Ryan Tannehill right now has the highest passer rating in the National Football League. You got the running back with the most rushing yards. You got a rookie wide receiver who, you guessed it, he's the best of the bunch in A.J. Brown. You got an O-line that's gelling. They're scoring 30 points a game since week seven. And the best part, I mean, the Patriots, Mike, when's the last time you felt like they played a really high caliber football game? No, hey, from that end, the Patriots have covered once in the past seven weeks, right? So it's it's not like they have just been covering the spreads. When I totally get that, I, I really do understand that one. But I think maybe we should uh, follow up and do our bottle bet on this one. I can't go, go against the Patriots on it as much as I understand the football stuff and the, the fact that the weekend has been bad. Right. Um, yeah, sure, I'll do it. I mean, I'm not going to back down from it. It's just how I feel, and I feel like. 
they can run it. Patriots have had a problem getting gutted with, with physical interior runs. They can take the run away. That means Tom Brady has to beat me, and I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't believe Tom Brady can do that and at I'm this g- point in his career. And I'm going to get burned one of these times. Let's hope it's not this one. But uh, no, I th- let's do it. Absolutely. Big powers at it again, leaving people in the dark. How many of you are messing around with flashlights and candles like idiots during power outages? Stop it. Don't do it anymore. Go solar. Power Home Solar makes it easy to switch to solar by hooking you up with battery storage with your installation so there's no more searching for a flashlight when Big Power leaves you in the dark. And make no mistake, Big Power Company, they don't give a damn about you. It'll leave you in the dark for four days. You think they care? Number one residential solar provider is Power Home Solar. 30-year warranty on the American-made panels that they install. You will own your power, not just rent it from the power company. So get it done. They've installed panels at Ford Field and Allen Park. They're the official sponsor of the Lions. If solar's right for you, you think it might be right for you, go to powerhome.com. That's powerhome.com or give them a call today, 1-800-SOLAR-15. That's 1-800-SOLAR-15. Schedule your free solar consultation today. Don't rent your power. Own it with help from Power Home Solar. All right. Well, look, currently here's what I'm looking at. If you're comfortable with it, I'm comfortable with it. It's at 5 that's what I'm yeah, looking no, at. I have, that's what I have, too. Right in front of me with the Action Network. I mean, look, I happen to believe Tennessee is going to win this game. I'm going to take the points for the sake of our pick. I'll also sprinkle money line cool. on my own. But, yes, I'll take the five points. I'll take Tennessee. Now, <sighs> what? Nervous. Go ahead. I mean, no, Mike, it's, no I, I don't, I'm not nervous. Build a case for New England for me. Yeah, it's. I, I think it's the case that you have to build is, I know that you said the intangible stuff, but you have to sell the playoff thing. I mean, Belichick, even towards the end of seasons, he gears everything towards just making those playoff runs. I think that it's a team that's going to, without question, be prepared. Uh, they they do nothing but cover in the playoffs. So I get them kind of limping into the playoffs, and they, they haven't been great, but... I think it's one of those games where it's it's you chalked up to coaching and the game plan on this. Look, here here's the deal. If if you take away the teams that are on by and you list out teams nobody wants to see in the opening round of the playoffs, you could make a credible case, not saying I'm dying on the hill, but you could make a credible case that the Tennessee Titans would be that team. Yeah. Nobody wanted to play them this weekend. Yeah. And the Patriots' biggest advantage over the years has been the bye week. When they don't get the bye week, they don't go to the Super Bowl. No bye week, no extra time to get Brady's body right, get the team right, get Edelman right, and allow Belichick to go into the lab and really do what he does best. I just don't see an advantage. So I'm I'm happy we're on the opposite side. It makes it a little more fun. I'm going to take Tennessee plus the five. Where are you at total-wise on this game? I would go slightly under than the 44. I think that uh, this game, unlike the previous game we just talked about, I think that it's not going to be quite as high scoring. Now, look, people, one of the things I was reading earlier and I was reading a preview on this, hey, the last four Titans road games, the overs hit every single time. And I I get that. I just think that the defense kind of steps up in something like this. Um, in New England's offense, they have not been putting up a ton of points. I think it's one that they kind of just grind out here and uh, and maybe win a low-scoring game by a touchdown. 44, if it was like 40, or 40 and a half or 41, then that'd certainly be a different story. But 44 seems just slightly, slightly too high, I think. All right, let's go to our third game. It'll be the lead on Sunday. Vikings travel to New Orleans, take on the Saints. Now, this number is is flying. Uh, it's, it's at eight. 
planet Earth is on the, the Saints, and I unfortunately mm-hmm. I'm going to have a very square public opinion here. We talked about this before we went on the break. Kirk Cousins turning into a pumpkin on Monday Night Football. I mean, you look at the Vikings the last couple of weeks. I mean, you talk about just, you know, stumbling to the finish. This is a team that had everything to play for. This is a team that had opportunities galore. And and look, it's it's just ten and six, kind of who they are. Can't count on Kirk. Oh, did oh was that Cousins on national TV going with a uh, 122 yep. yards passing again? Mike, I, I'm sorry, but going to New Orleans. In the you know in the death dome, you want me to take Kirk Cousins? Are you kidding me? I mean, look at the last couple of weeks here. Talk about sputtering. I mean, what are, what are we doing? When when you hold on, I, I got to pull this up. I, I'm having a a computer meltdown here. All right, here we go. Last two weeks, Mike, they've scored a grand total of 29 points. Total. Yep. Against the Packer defense that doesn't stop anybody, and against the Bears team that had nothing to play for. I know it's a big number, but here, here's just, I think the Saints are going to take this team apart. The biggest myth to me is the Viking D. And this is where we end up, you know, with, with confirmation bias. We convince ourselves of things that used to be true that are no longer true. Like Xavier Rhodes is no longer an all-pro corner. The Minnesota Vikings defense is no longer a top-five unit. Right. This is not a big-time defense anymore. I mean, they can act like it. They can walk like it, talk like it, pretend they're not. I think the Saints are going to be able to put 30 on them. I know. I think the Saints are going to boat race them. And, you know, look, you're asking a team right now that, Mike, they haven't had a nice offensive game. Jesus, like, what, because you you played well against the Chargers, got a couple defensive touchdowns, that's going to be the one? Right. I, I don't know, man. I just, I look at it, and I think Saints are, again, you go to New Orleans, you're probably not beating them. And the razor sharp, I think they can expose that secondary. It's a big number. I know the public's on it. I can't talk myself into Kirk Cousins. I can't do it. No, talk me. I mean, you could talk me into it. No, the Cousins thing. Hey, he's of course in a big spot. You should be skeptical. He turns of him. into a pumpkin. He does. But I also and I also think on the other side of the ball, Vikings defense they have they have taken a, a step back this year, and I think that they're going to have a really hard time. Trying to slow down Michael Thomas, you know, trying to slow down that Saints offense. I don't think they'll be able to do it. So yeah, I, it's I know it's a lot of points, and people look at it and say seven and a half, eight. That seems that seems like a lot, but I do think it's a game where New Orleans just goes out and eventually pulls away and wins by ten plus. Uh, you know, maybe a thirty-one seventeen kind of game. Yep. I mean, there is a familiar familiarity, if I could spit it out, angle. Um, but boy, again, you talk quarterback, you talk Cousins going on the road and he's going to have to play the game of his life. Breeze is playing the best football we've seen him play in, I don't know, maybe since the beginning of last season. Yep. I just, I can't do it. I, now, again, I give me the total play well, it's on 50. this. The total's up at 50 points. This might be a little um, high for me. Yeah, and you said 31-17, and that's kind of a, I think that's a very more than a very fair I don't trust the Vikings prediction. to hold up their end of the bargain. That's really where it is. No, and, and even it's, yeah, I, I think that 50 is, again, probably slightly too high. I wouldn't. Because, look, if, if it's 50 points, yeah, you do have to expect and rely on both teams be able to, being able to get into the 20s, basically, with the exception of if New Orleans puts up 40 points, obviously. But, yeah, you have to expect 
Kirk Cousins to be able to go put up 24 points, which I don't think he's going to be able to do. So I think the same. Maybe this game starts a little slower than people think. I think it could be close in the first quarter or so, but second half, I think that's when New Orleans starts to pull away. It's almost like the Vikings are just held prisoner by Kirk Cousins. When oh. you really think about it, I mean, the contract, they can't get rid of him. No. He's better than. Yeah, well, I don't want anyone to get upset, but it's kind of like Matthew Stafford. I mean, basically, you're stuck with him. He's better than a lot of guys, but he sure as hell is an elite. We're not winning anything. And here we are. And it's like they're going to go into this game, and if Kirk Cousins was truly a big-time player, you're not an eight-point dog in New Orleans. Right. You're not. I, I think Vegas, the market, I think it's all indicative of we don't believe you can play at this guy's level. And the fact that it's in New Orleans, that's just an even bigger uh, a bigger thing. I mean, I, look, I, I'll admit it. I still, it's recency bias. That home performance against Green Bay, that's a disgrace. Yep. It's an absolute disgrace. And maybe Cousins is going to bite me in the ass, and, and, and it'll be a, a 31-24 game, and they'll cover, and so be it. I, I think the Saints are going to I think the Saints going to beat the hell out of this team. I really do. And yeah. I know Dalvin Cook's back. That'll help. But, man, I just, I think this is a game where Kirk Cousins goes out. This is a pick-six special. He will go out, and he will mm-hmm. do what Kirk Cousins does. He will turn into a pumpkin. He will throw a terrible pick. Uh, he will look confused. I'm going to take New Orleans. I'm going to lay the points. I know that's the opposite of what I normally do. I'm sorry, guys, but you, you, you can't. Oh, don't apologize. You can't <laughs> bet all dogs all the time. That those are the two games I love, and I, I watch. I'll go zero and two. No, if it's if it's a game where you think, hey, twenty seven seventeen wins, right? Thirty one seventeen wins. Thirty to twenty wins. It's. It, there's no there's no shame in doing that if that's how you think that the game's going to go. And I think New Orleans will, too. It's just such a public, you know, square, oh, take the home big favorite. I can't yeah, talk but can't myself you see this into game, Minnesota. He, I wonder what the spread's going to go to by Sunday, you know, Sunday morning. If it's going to stay around here, if it'll even go up a little, I wonder. I can't imagine it going higher at eight and a half. Yeah. I re- Mike, I can't. When you, when you drift... This high, it's a playoff game. I, yep. I I think you'll see buyback on Minnesota. I wouldn't be shocked if it just finished at seven and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's get to the last game of the weekend. Uh, Seattle at Philly. This this is this is a brutal game. <laughs> it's it, no, it is. It's a brutal game. Now you guys understand. I have been all over and against Philly. I've, I've had this bipolar relationship with them. I mean, Philly is officially. The Walking Dead. I don't have confirmation on Miles Sanders yet. We look at Zach Ertz, doubtful for the game, lacerated kidney, ribs. This is a team that, you know, Alshon Jeffrey out, Aguilar out. I mean, other wide receivers are dead. Brandon Brooks, one of the better guards they have, out for the year now. The Eagles are limping into this deal. The Seahawks, on the other hand, were exactly, I don't know, a foot from not being in this spot. If mm-hmm. you watch the end of that Frisco game, and as a guy who bet Frisco, that was um, a close encounter of the right kind for me. But, Mike, I just, to me, as much as I like Philly, as much as I can build the case, they're going to take away the run. Seattle's going to have to throw the ball. Um, you know, home team, short dog. I, how long can they do this? where they are able to go out with no healthy bodies and just find a way. And you're doing it against one of the only quarterbacks I would take in this spot, which is Russell Wilson. How, Mike, yeah. I mean, how long can they do it? No, I, I know, and I think that, that question is fair. If it's, uh, hey, I've, I've been on 
Seattle all year just because I have you kind of put that blind trust into Russell Wilson. But I think Philly has been one of the most confusing teams all year from a betting perspective. Week by week, it's like you don't know which team you're going to get. So I totally understand that point. My play is going to be the under in this one, actually, because it's 45 just seems like too much. Um, It's also going to be cold. It's going to be a cold day in Philly. I think you're going to have two teams that are banged up offensively. They're going to try to just really rely on the run. What's the total on this? And it's 45. I think it's going to go under. Yeah, I could could see. I think if it's under, the Eagles win. I think if it's over, it's Seahawks. I mean, look, Eagles defense, you look down the stretch, 17 or less, three of their last four games, uh, they don't let you run it. They rank third in the NFL. I think it's fourth in adjusted yards. Um, Pass D is kind of mediocre. But look, they they hold you down, and they've played a hell of a lot better now. Top 10 almost, fringy. I think they're 11th overall points a game defensively. Um, Look, the problem, home field has not been some big advantage for them. They went 4-4 and this year. Nope. Um, It's going to get to a point now where who the hell – I mean, I can't believe Goddard has become this primetime player for them. Mike, do we have a word on Quandre Diggs? I've not seen anything on Diggs. I was mainly reading the other some of the other injury ones that you mentioned, certainly with Sanders and Ertz. But you know, Jadavian Clowney is not a hundred percent. Obviously, Seattle's got a problem at running back. I, this is one. I'm probably doing the wrong thing here. I, I am probably walking into a bit of a trap, which is you know a short, short home, f- a road favorite here. Boy, oh boy, looking at this too. I just refreshed the screen. I mean, my God. Earth is on Seattle. Diggs returned to practice, so he should be. That's excellent for Seattle. He's been an all-pro player. I just, man, I came into this saying I had two plays. I'm not going to extend this out. I'm leaning Seattle, but I'm not going to do it. My my two, no, Mike, I'm just, I'm not going to just add in shit. Right. You got to be careful with these games. Generally less games. You're going to make bigger bets. I just want to, I like Two particular yeah, games. You have, to pick, you, have to, you have to pick the ones that you feel the strongest Well, about. I feel like I'm going to go all in two regardless, so <laughs> let's just make it happen. Tennessee plus the five for me. I'm going to go New Orleans minus the eight. I'm leaning Seattle, but I'm not going to play that yet. I, I, I really want to wait on that one. Well, so maybe you can just join me on the under bet so no, far. <laughs> I, I will do no such thing. Betting the under is a misery that I don't want any part of. It is, a, it is and it isn't because I get the whole thing of wanting to root for points, but when you bet the under, you are you're winning the bet most of the game mainly, so you just you, you root for the clock a lot of the times. Alright, so your plays for the week are what? Patriots minus 5, Saints minus 8, Seahawks under 45 points against the Eagles. 45 against the Eagles. Yep. was 45 and a half, but unfortunately it's down to 45. Now, you know what I want to do, too? This is this is fun. I want to see if the odds to win the Super Bowl, just because I know you like bets like this, so do you want to just uh, have a little fun here for a moment? Sure. All right, so where are the current ones here? Make an edit note here. You're going to have to yeah, edit this Yeah, so... Out. I have it right here. All right, pull it up. You want just the in order from top to bottom or bottom go, to... Go from the longest shot on the board to the shortest. Buffalo Bills are plus 5,000. I would not touch that with a 10 football. Titans plus 4,500. I actually don't hate that. Mike, think of it this way. I can't make a case for the Bills to make the Super Bowl. Could you, in your mind, 
And again, maybe it's because I'm a Giants fan, and I've seen a 9-7 and seven Giants team win three road games, win a Super Bowl, and oh, by the way, beat one of the greatest teams in history, the New England Patriots. I could make a case for the Titans to do it. they got yeah. a quarterback who's on fire. they got a power-running attack that's really hard to negotiate, to get around. they got some big-play weapons, and they are able to just stay in games— kind of lean on you. They just lean and lean and lean. It's like pushing on a fence until the fence tips over. Mike, I'm not saying you put a huge bet on it, but geez, man, plus 4,500, I think they're going to beat the Patriots anyways. I actually, I don't hate that. And then think about that, though. I know, and I know you, we don't, you know, you don't like to use momentum as an excuse there or anything. There is no such thing but, as momentum. I'm talking just about how they're playing. I know, but I, I do think that from a team perspective, that could do something for you, where you knock off the Patriots and, and you, they go on some run. I, I that's that would be fascinating to me. But next is the Vikings at plus four thousand. I wouldn't spend ten cents on that. Texans plus 4,000. Would not spend 10 cents on that. And then it's a pretty significant jump uh, to the Seahawks at plus 2,800 along with the Eagles at plus 2,800. See, okay, and obviously it's an elimination game. They're yep. playing each other. Philly has no chance to make the Super Bowl. None. None. Even if they win this game, none. But if Seattle can get out of here alive, you give me Russell Wilson— Right. I got a chance. Right. That's how now again, he that offense has not played well of late. Clearly the loss of Chris Carson hurts badly. I'm just saying I don't view their I don't think you're getting a value on Philadelphia. I don't think they have a chance. I, I would have put Philadelphia below the Titans. No, Seahawks I think is the best value that we've listed so far. Oh, I go Titans all day on that. Well, I know, I know you have the opinion against against the Patriots. Now, again, so again, again, you're taking wild card teams. They could lose, and your value just went down the toilet. But are Seattle really, you know, twenty eight hundred compared to forty five hundred? No way, man. I'm taking the forty five hundred plus the AFC. To me, is is a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Uh, next, we have another pretty significant jump from twenty eight hundred. We have the Patriots and the Packers at plus one thousand. I'm going to say something that's probably going to be a god-awful take that we will remember for years, and I will be ripped for. I, I wouldn't put 10 cents on that. Now, <laughs> I, just because I started the year with, with the Packer going to win the North and go to the Super Bowl doesn't mean I have to stick with it now. I know what they look like. Mm-hmm. I know what they are. I don't, think they're making, I don't think they're making a Super Bowl at all. I don't think they have a shot. And the Patriots, forget it. I'm picking against them this weekend. And no they've way. gone that, that those odds have gone down a lot. Even just a few weeks ago, I remember we were looking at the Patriots odds and they were still like plus four hundred or yeah. something. No, I, I I just I don't see it. I if this happened, it would be it would be Brady and Belichick's greatest achievement. We have the Saints at plus six hundred. Don't hate it. Let me hear the other prices first. Followed by Niners plus four hundred. Yeah. And then the top two, Chiefs plus three seventy five, and the Baltimore Ravens. The favorite at plus 220. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Second year QB. They're going to have to face Kansas City a second time. I don't know, man. I don't I don't love plus 220 there, even though obviously the Ravens are everybody's choice. What are the Chiefs right? again? Plus 400? 375. Is it crazy I would lean Chiefs over Ravens based on the price? No, it's plus two twenty is not that appetizing, is it? It's not not to win, not to get to a Super Bowl, it's not. Or is this to win? 
Odds to these odds to win the Super Bowl. To yeah. win the Super Bowl. Yep. No, I'm not taking two twenty. Yep. That's great. No, no way. I think that, and again, I don't do bets like this. I'm kind of just intrigued. Tennessee really intrigues me, and the Chiefs intrigue me because I think we've slept on them. Teams have adjusted. Teams have said, "Look, we're not going to let you throw all these bombs, eighty-yard passes. We're going to take all that away and make you beat us ten yards at a time." And you know what the Chiefs have done? Okay. Now they don't look as flashy. They don't look as sexy, but they're winning. And they're still a bitch to defend. You still have arguably, uh, I would put Reed just underneath Kyle Shanahan as far as best play caller in the league. They're still able to do it. You know what's happening defensively? They're getting better. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Frank Clark has really helped them. Uh, Getting Christian Jones back uh, on the interior really helped them. And, And look, Mike, they're just kind of that forgotten team. Baltimore has seduced everyone. You know, the Patriot storyline has really clouded everyone's thought process. The Texans, ooh, look at the big win they had. And it's like, Kansas City's just been there all along. Right. I kind of like the Chiefs there. I was kind of surprised. Yeah, I, w- I was kind of surprised that I thought it'd be a little. 375 seems like actually pretty good value with Kansas City. And. It kind of comes down to the situation you mentioned, Mike, right? Having to beat a team twice type of thing, which which isn't always easy. Um, I would tend to, to give the trust to Mahomes as well, as great as Lamar Jackson's been, and we know this, and he's been incredible. It's There is something to be said about that experience factor, too, so I, I, I don't disagree at all with something like that. All right, so, plays. I'm going to go Tennessee plus five. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Saints minus eight. I have two. That's it. I'm sorry. Go ahead, guys. Yeah, just the Patriots minus five, Saints minus eight, Seahawks, Eagles under 45 points. All right. So, divisional round now gets serious next week. And what I'd like to do, we'll also do some player props next week. Oh, I I like it. I know Sully loves these things. And as we get less games, we need more stuff, which will culminate in our Super Bowl special. It'll be the last episode of the pod until... The summer. Oh, it's sad. Well, Mike, what do you want to do? We can't do a show. Mike, I look. I look forward to recording this every Thursday. It's one of my. It's one of my. It's one of my favorite times of the week. I look forward. As tough as it is, to the season being over and me not having to bet games forcibly. We will talk with you next week. Subscribe, rate, review, radio.com, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy the playoff weekend. We got the national title game next week. Divisional round next week. Maybe a few wacky props. Cash the ticket. Talk to you then. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.